Welcome to Why in the World. My name is Ben Shepard. Firstly, if you haven't rated, reviewed or subscribed yet, please go and get that done. It really helps us out. And on today's episode of Catch Up, I'm really looking forward to sharing with you. Franny Benali joins us on the phone following his Iron Fran Challenge, whereby he attempted seven Ironman triathlons over seven days. If you haven't heard my first episode with Franny, you can head back and check that out before continuing with this one. We're not going anywhere. And if you were following the challenge as it happened, I think this is a really cool insight into what Franny went through as he tried and did find his physical limit. This is Franny Benali on Why in the World. On the end of the line, we have got Franny Benali. Hey, buddy. Hey, Ben. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, not too bad, thanks. Uh, <laughs> a few little niggles and twinges from the, the challenge, but uh, on, on the whole, I think uh, I'm feeling pretty good. What an amazing job. What an incredible week it was. It must have felt, from your side, one of the most amazing things you've done. Yeah, it's um, an incredible week, and, and a week that was the culmination of you know months and months of preparation, not just for me from a training perspective, but the team logistically and organisation side of things to to put an event like that on. Um, you know, the teams can, myself are consistently moving around the country on the challenge and uh, it's always such a, a big thing, but yeah, delighted to have got to that point, taken the challenge on. Uh, and, and in many ways, there's a number of scenarios and ways that I, I saw the challenge going. And, and, and to be honest, you know, I'd had some experiences from the previous challenges I've done in recent years, but th- this one was just, in many ways, just on a completely different level, really. Yeah. Well, I remember when we spoke before the challenge, you mentioned trying to find your limit, and we'll get to that in a minute. I just want to flash back to the beginning of the challenge. The night yeah. before you started Iron Fran, which, if people don't know, is seven Ironmans in seven days. Um, how were you feeling the night before the beginning of the challenge? Well, there were a number of uh, nights been where I think when we spoke before that you know I had a, a few restless and sleepless nights sort of almost uh, I, I, I guess trying to get my head around the enormity and, and the scale of the challenge and what it was going to involve and, and, and that certainly led to some nights where there was a bit of restless sleep so um, the, the weekend or the, the night or two before the challenge I, I, I was just at a point where I was ready to start I, I yeah. just wanted to get underway you know, so much work had gone in in every every sense. And it was, you know, all that was just consuming us for months, really. So it was very much the last week or two where I was on a taper week. It was like, you know, I'm, I'm ready now. As ready as I'm going to be, I just want to to get going. It's just an exciting time, really, and one that I, I, I couldn't wait to get, get started. Logistically, it looked absolutely amazing. Um, I would implore anybody that hasn't gone and seen the Instagram account just to go there, scroll back, and just follow the whole journey from day one through to day seven on that account because I thought your team did an absolutely fantastic job of documenting the whole thing and being support crew yeah. as well. It must have felt absolutely brilliant when you were in the pool, on the bike or on the road running to have those guys backing you and supporting you. It was absolutely incredible. And, and, uh, and as you say, the, the, the social media side on Facebook and the website, there's, it's, it's all there for people to go back and see now, especially on Facebook. You know, there's a lot of Facebook live stuff we did and um, it gave a real insight into the challenge, and I, I guess that that incredible support that you, you you mentioned before the challenge, in some ways, in my mind and on my shoulders, it it felt like more of a, a bit more of pressure 
on mm. me personally because I, I felt there was that much more support and interest around the challenge that it you know there was almost that element of like weight upon my own shoulders thinking blimey you know this is this is really happening yeah. and, and there's a hell of a lot of work going on behind it to make it all happen as well so there was an element of pressure on me personally but you know it also felt like I had a, a quite literally an army of people behind me sort of helping me get towards that goal which gave me a hell of a lot of comfort as well how did you break it up mate well I guess ultimately you know, it, it was literally trying to break you know not it wasn't a seven-day challenge or I was trying not to look at it as a seven-day challenge uh, it was not even a one-day challenge at times Ben it was it was breaking even the swim down on the, the first morning into to little bite-sized chunks and and just trying to enjoy that, you know, that, that element. You know, we, we had some coverage on, on national television uh, speaking live from the poolside. And the timing we had to fit in alongside that meant, you know, it, it sort of interrupted the swim a little bit. Mm. So I, I, I got into the pool, I'd, I'd done a, a chunk of the swim, got out, did the live interview and then got back in the pool again. And, um, you know, you, you know, those things are sort of important to, for the awareness of a challenge like that. But it, it, it sort of disrupted the swim a little bit, but it, it was a nice disruption in a way because yeah. you just think, well, okay, let's just roll with this and, you know, we'll, we'll continue with the challenge. But yeah, it was very much sort of breaking, whether it's a swim down into little chunks, then thinking, okay, let's now start focusing on the bike. And that was such a long day in the saddle, you know, trying to cover 112 miles with a little pit stop in between as well to, to get some more fuel on board was a, a big chunk of the day. And then, you know, you, you, you're finishing the bike or approaching the end of the bike thinking, well, I've, I've got a marathon to run now. So you, you start shifting your mind towards getting ready for that as well. How was the swim? Because I know that before the challenge itself, the swim was something that you had been focusing on quite heavily um, and working yeah. towards. How did you find the swimming over over the days that the challenge took place? Completely different to my time in the training, to be honest. The one big concern out of the three disciplines from a preparation point of view and uh, I guess sort of being efficient enough to, to do that during the challenge and swimming was new to me. And um, I, I guess that's credit to the coach Lucy who helped me sort of get to a level where I was ready to take the challenge on. Um, mm. And I felt quite confident by the time we got to the start, but the swims on the challenge were quite a pleasurable part of each day. You know, I, I, I tried to approach it with a, a mindset thinking, well, this is almost like a, a, a relaxed mindset, a little bit of a, a warm-up for the day type scenario in my own head and, and try to enjoy it as much as I could, as much as you still got to do the 2.4 miles. Compared to the rest of the day, it was the shortest distance, the least amount of time on each of the disciplines. So on the week itself, it was probably the most pleasurable of all the disciplines on each day. <laughs> it's probably a little bit shocking to you that that was the case. Well, yeah, most definitely, given that, you know, months beforehand when I first started training for the challenge, I, I couldn't swim two lengths of a 25-metre pool yeah. without stopping and, you know, having to, to catch my breath and take a breather and then go again. So, yeah, I, I've seen sort of like a big improvement through the work I've put in and the coaching I've received. One of the most amazing things that I think a lot of people witnessed online and from the Facebook Lives and the videos and stuff was not only the support crew, but the, your family that were there with you as well, your wife. Um, and there was also a really, really nice moment uh, with your son when you were um, when you were in hotel bedroom. To have them there yeah. for you must have been amazingly special. It was, Ben, and, I, and I've said this before, and it was very appropriate and um, 
relevant to this challenge as well. I, I, I couldn't have done it without them being there. Um, you know, my, my son and daughter dipped in and out uh, because of work commitments. Uh, and there was a nice little changeover when my, my son couldn't make it first part of the week. My daughter was there and when she had to then leave to do some work, she, you know, my son came back uh, along. So, uh, you know, there, there was always uh, one of my children there during the challenge alongside Karen, my wife. So, along with the rest of the support team and, and, and supporters and family and friends, it was it, it makes such a huge difference to me personally. Maybe some people, if they did a challenge like that, would like to be a little bit more distanced, possibly from mm. some family and friends to focus on the challenge. But, you know, personally, I very much needed them around and close by to help me be part of it. And as you said, they were a massive part of the training as well. And um, the moment that I was talking about that your son was with you in the hotel room, I think he said something along the lines of if this was me or Ken's, you'd be telling us to stop. Uh, that was the moment yeah. on day number five where you were forced to uh, medically uh, not do the challenge um, that day. For you, right. that must have been incredibly difficult and it must have been very hard to let that decision be taken out of your hands. It, it was really tough. Um, it was a, a, a decision that I, I I didn't want to agree to. Um, but as I've since said, and, and I said it, I think, in the, even a day or two afterwards when I spoke to, to Kelly, the sports therapist who was taking care of me in that sense on the challenge, and it was her call to, to withdraw me and, and get further testing because there was concerns about my, my ongoing and long-term health at that mm. point, not just for the challenge alone. There was something inside of me that, that also knew it was the right decision. As much as I didn't like it or agree with it to a point, um, I knew it was the right thing because I, I, I know how I felt at that point. And I, and I know I had nothing else left in the tank to, to go and do another day at that stage. Um, and the medical advice was to take 48 hours if I wanted any chance of completing day seven back in Southampton. So that, that was what we sort of worked towards. Um, it, it was the right decision to, to make. And I, and I said to, to Kelly, I said, that's why you're part of the team. I'm, I'm not seeing this in my condition through a clear set of eyes or with yeah. a clear mind. And that's why you need that support network around you to make these calls as difficult as they may be. When I would probably look to still try and plough on and potentially do, do some damage to myself long term. When we spoke before, you mentioned trying to find your limit and maybe you had found your physical limit by that day. But I don't think you'd found your mental limit because actually mentally you were still very, very strong. And I think if she hadn't been there and the team hadn't been there to tell you to stop, you would have probably in your head wanted to keep going and forced yourself to keep going and keep your body moving. Yeah. And I, I, I guess, you know, the, there was the signs there the day before in the marathon of at the end of day four that I wasn't right. Um, you know, I, I was shuffling on the marathon. I was stumbling quite often. I was weaving around the pavement. The, the support team said that they could recognize and see it was almost like a monumental effort. We were running in a residential area towards the end and monumental effort to step up a curb, you know, when I was dropping down off the pavements and getting back up again. And and when I was being asked, you know, how far my, my Fitbit device was telling me on mileage, I, I couldn't see the device properly. Mm. I, I couldn't make out the display where my vision was blurred and everything. So 
physically I think my body was starting to, to shut down at that point and mentally I probably would have pushed on the following day as you say but then who knows what condition I would have been in or what would have happened had my mind kept pushing me at that point and um, yeah it's, it's the right call you know I'm, I'm comfortable with it I'm disappointed in some ways but I know I found that boundary as you mentioned. Let's flash forward to day seven because one of the most special moments I felt watching it as an onlooker was that marathon in Southampton. How amazing was it having that as part of the challenge? Each day up until day seven, the last day was, you know, a typical triathlon swim bike run each day. Uh, but we, we shuffled the order around on the last day to fit in with an organised marathon, 10k half marathon that was being ran in Southampton on the day. So I, I woke up in the morning, did the swim to begin with as I did every day, but then I went and joined the thousands of others taking part in the Southampton Marathon to, to do my, my marathon element of the challenge and then finished on the bike. And it, it, it was incredible. You know, the I, I guess in my own mind, I knew it was the last day. Uh, I tried to enjoy it as much as I could, as, it, mm. as tough as it was still. But the support we received from, you know, people supporting other runners on the way around the route and uh, organisers and the, and the runners themselves was absolutely mind-blowing. And it's a day in that I'll never forget. And I don't think anyone associated with the challenge will ever forget because when we came in again at the, the end of the day on the bikes, it was a, a completely overwhelming reception we received uh, in, in the centre of Southampton. It was amazing because, uh, again, when we chatted before, you said, oh, yeah, we'll be finishing in the middle of the night. And it was almost <laughs> like you were sort of saying there's going to be no one there. And then I woke up in the morning and I looked on Instagram. I was like, oh, my God, look at all these people. <laughs> that must have felt just almost overwhelming to come into that scene. It was, it was. I guess there was a, a, a hint, you know, I didn't know the exact details of what the finish point looked like from the family or team and knew they were planning a few things. But, you know, I guess as we were getting closer and closer to the city centre, you know, so we, we were making our way around the forest and some of the little villages and things. And, you know, there, there were people lying in the streets and stood on corners and outside pubs and things like that to to cheer me and the rest of the team on the bike, you know, into the city. And uh, the numbers were growing as we got closer and closer. And you sort of felt that there was something different about, you know, the finish line at this point. And, yeah, when we turned the corner to to actually cross the finish line, to see the, you know, what seemed like thousands of people, um, <laughs> it may not have been that many, but it was a it hell of a it. lot. It was looked that, it. Yeah, it was, it was certainly a hell of a lot more than what I, I, I expected, to be honest. And, um, yeah, that, that, that was very... Uh, very overwhelming and very emotional as well. So Iron Fran was seven Ironman triathlons in seven days. It didn't quite transpire as maybe you would have wanted it to, but the main goal through all of this and through all your previous challenges has been hitting that one million pounds uh, for Cancer Research UK. And yeah. you have done that, which is yes. incredible. Yeah, thank you. We're, you know, It's a huge thanks to not just people that have donated over the the course of the years and the three challenges I've taken on, but everyone that's got involved with it to make it all work and happen as well. And it's been a, a, a huge team effort by so many people. And, and you know, I'm, I'm eternally grateful for that. And we're just all delighted that we can hand a, a significant sum of money across to the charity to go and do their work, which will, will, will be amazing. It's always been the goal, you know, and, uh, and I think people sort of got behind this last challenge in an incredible way because when I was withdrawn, uh, from the challenge, you know, the rest of the team and family continued that on my behalf, which seemed to really engage people's support as well. And, and the donations reflected that as well. I think maybe they, 
they looked at it and thought, well, actually, this is a tough challenge. You know, Franny can continue, but the team are doing it still. And there was that unity, I think, that people and support that people got behind as well. I just think in a time where charity challenges are all over the place, every other day someone's asking for you to donate to one charity or another. And I think it's an amazing thing that people are doing now and running marathons and half marathons and triathlons for charities. But to find a challenge that actually pushes the physical and mental limit of a person that they already know is fit and they already know has done other challenges. I think that is what gave you that sort of traction to break that amount of money and get to the mark that you wanted to get to. What has it been like since you finished? Because it looks like your life has actually been a bit of a whirlwind since (laughs) it has come to a conclusion. Yeah, that's probably fair to say. I think, Ben, it's... um... It has been quite hectic and manic. I've naturally sort of been resting my body. I've not done any training. <laughs> yeah, good, good. It's a rest, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm at a stage now where I'd like to, to get and start ticking over and doing a few things and maybe just trying to keep the fitness, I guess, I've built up through the training and the challenge itself. But, um, yeah, it's, it's it's been quite hectic with some media commitments. and well, not commitments, but, you know, interest and in following up on the challenge and, attending a few events and things like that. So, yeah, it, and, and donations are still coming in. So there's, I, I think a lot of people have sort of messaged, uh, you know, on social media or, you know, people that we know personally or that we get to speak to about, you know, wow, that was so incredible. We are following every single step and minute of the, the challenge that all of a sudden, you know, we, we don't know what to do with ourselves. <laughs> and we've got, you know, we want, want something to, to, to tune into, but... Um, yeah, it's, it's been a busy time, but all in a good sense. Well, don't listen to them just for a few months, Franny, OK? Just don't listen to them for a few months and don't <laughs> don't be tempted to go, ah, I'll go and do something else. Not quite yet, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Just chill out <laughs> for a minute. And it is important that you did just mention that donations are still open. If you do want to donate, uh, that you can just head to the Instagram or the Facebook or the website and all the donation details are up there. Franny, I just want to say thank you so much, buddy, for um, taking some time out. I know what it's been very, very busy since the challenge. And uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you for catching up once again, following the challenge. And once yeah. again, huge congratulations. Um, you're an absolute legend. And it was a real pleasure following the challenge. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure, Ben. And uh, yeah, thanks for all your support as well. Isn't Francis Benali just one of the nicest guys in the world ever? What a guy. Thank you to Franny once again for coming on and catching up following his Iron Fran Challenge, which, by the way, you can still donate to. Uh, There is a link in the bio of this podcast. Click on that and it will tell you exactly how you can share as much or as little as you can. Next week on Why in the World, something a little bit different, an episode called My First 50.